I've never, ever, ever experienced a feeling like that in that moment in my entire life. And I don't think I ever will. It was so scary and just so shocking. So I had a 70 to 80% chance of developing breast cancer in my time. And I think it was up there around the 40% um, chance of developing ovarian cancer as well. To being positive for BRCA1, which is early onset breast cancer. Why am I waiting and not doing anything about it when I have that choice? Everything about this surgery was just so scary. Hi guys, welcome to Back to the Beginning, a podcast by Beginning Boutique where we hit rewind on the lives of all your fave influencers, models, social media gurus and more. So pop on your headphones, turn up the volume because this is your exclusive access to the advice, life lessons and never before heard learnings from our guests. Guys, welcome back to Back to the Beginning. Today I have an amazing guest. I'm so excited. This is unlike anything that we have done before on the show. So thank you so much, Lily, for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I feel very blessed to be on this podcast. So thank you so much. Of course. Is this the first time you've done a podcast before? Yeah, first time, like, anything like this. I'm a little bit nervous. <laughs> Don't be. For those people who, like, are listening and might not know you, how would you describe yourself and your content? Um, I'd say I'm very outgoing. My content is very much real and like organic. I film a lot of my days. Um, and I find my audience are really obsessed with that. Like they love seeing what I get up to. Um, I also feel like I am a completely different person to what I was when I was younger. So yeah. And how long have you been doing social media for? Only like full time now probably I'd say going into my third year or two and a half years full time which is crazy to think I feel like I only just kind of started doing social media full time like yesterday Mm. because (laughs) have you always is that is social media and being an influencer and working in this industry something that was always on the cards for you even when you were younger um I definitely say from probably like I'd say year seven year eight I was just obsessed with taking photos and like posting and like making my feed nice and you know aesthetic (laughs) um and yeah I just honestly since then I just knew there was something I wanted to do with taking photos on social media and yeah I kind of just I did cop a little bit when I was younger in high school but I pushed through and I guess I am where I am now so yeah I feel like so many people in the industry have such a similar story about talking about like breaking through like while you're younger you have to kind of cop a bit of stuff from people around you because especially even like five ten years ago people never knew that social media was going to be as prolific and as big of an industry as it is now. Definitely yeah I totally agree with that I definitely think if I kind of listened to what everyone was saying I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you right now that's for sure and um yeah I feel like you just got to push through it if you know you want to do something and I also wanted to kind of prove those people wrong so yeah and what is it about social media or what was it that initially drew you to social media as a job or as a hobby definitely like I was just obsessed with styling outfits and like making 
it look really aesthetic and I would yeah I'd start off by like just tagging the brands that I would literally be buying stuff from and I just kind of saw like I looked up to the OGs like Michael Finch and like Shani Grimman and I Lily Brown and I was like oh my god like I would love to do something like that so definitely looked up to people and it very much inspired me to do kind of what I'm doing now. Mm. I love that. Now, something that you did share and it kind of became quite a big part of your content on social media that sort of strayed away from your traditional fashion and beauty content was just before your 21st birthday, you found out some pretty life-changing news. Um, You tested positive for the BRCA1 gene. Can you tell me a little bit about what that was like finding out and for people who might not know what the BRCA1 gene is? Yeah, definitely. Um, It was a very crazy time period. It was probably, uh, I'd say, October, November last year is when I actually had the test done. It was such a scary time of my life. Um, For those that don't know, BRCA1 is a gene that is passed down in the family tree. So my mum actually had BRCA1 and so did my sister, my older sister. So it's very strong in our family, um, but is a gene in the family history that, yeah, just gets passed down. Mm-hmm. And it's obviously the, the or not obviously, but some people might not know that it's the breast cancer gene. Yeah, so it's, um, I, I'm pretty sure, like, don't quote me on it, I, when I kind of found out about all of this, it kind of went in one out one ear and out the other when I found out all of this stuff, but it is um, early onset breast cancer, so it's a gene that you pretty much can find out about, and I think the stats were something around the, I had a 70 to 80% chance of developing breast cancer in my time, and I think it was up there around the 40 percent um, chance of developing ovarian cancer as well like you said your mum and your sister also tested positive for BRCA1 growing up did you always know that this was something that you were going to have to get tested for like when did your mum find out that she carried the gene um, I think mom was contacted around in her 30s sometime. She, her first cousin actually passed from breast cancer, so she was notified that she was able to go for this test, had no idea really what it was about. Um, and, yeah, she got tested and had a double mastectomy reconstruction, which is the preventative surgery. Um, and I guess I never really thought much about it until my sister a few years ago decided to have the test and that's when it really kind of kicked in and I was like oh I've actually maybe got to kind of consider doing this as well so yeah that's kind of when maybe a few years ago was when I decided to really look into this and consider getting the test. And what was I guess when you say consider getting the test because some people might listen to that and think well obviously you would just get the test but can you talk a little bit about what the pros and cons are of getting the test and kind of knowing and weighing up your options? Um, so you actually, I'm pretty sure if you don't have any family history, it is at a fee to go and get that test done. So for us, it we were able to we were eligible kind of thing, but. Pros and cons, I guess, like for me, it was kind of a no-brainer. I knew it's something I wanted to do because I kind of thought to myself, you know, if my mum and my sister both had the gene, if I don't go and get this test done for me personally, I am a stress head. I know for every single day I would have just been thinking like, what if, you know what I mean? So, yeah, it was a bit of a no-brainer for me. Yeah, absolutely. So you got the test done and it did come back as positive. You did have the BRCA1 gene. What was it like receiving that news, obviously, as like so young, being 20? And how was it telling like your boyfriend and your family and your friends? 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. It was so scary. So actually, um, it was around eight weeks I had to wait. So I went and got the blood test done and then it was a long eight weeks of just every day. I honestly had that like sickening feeling in my stomach, but that was only kind of towards the end about to find out. But at the start, I wasn't really, I honestly, if I'm being completely honest, I did not think I was going to test positive for it at all. So I kind of just spent that first bit, like not that stressed, but towards the end I was freaking out. And then the morning of, I took my mom and my dad and my partner with me to go and find out. And yeah, my heart absolutely sunk to my stomach. I've never, ever, ever experienced a feeling like that in that moment in my entire life. And I don't think I ever will. It was so scary and just so shocking. Like I'd see my parents' face and my partner's face. It was just a real reality check for me. Yeah. And so after you receive that news, what are the next steps? What's kind of, do they take you through your options? Yeah, so um, they took me through my options and kind of, you know, mentioned what I can do or if I don't want to go with the surgery, like I mentioned before, I can just have checkups and stuff like that. There are a few, um, like, different things you can choose to do. For me, again, it was a no-brainer. I just thought I have witnessed my mum going through this and my sister and, you know, they both decided to go with the surgery just for peace of mind and it's exactly what I knew I wanted to do straight up. So that's, yeah, what I decided to do. Because the surgery is a double mastectomy with a reconstruction because obviously taking away, like when you take away the breast tissue, it stops the um, risk of developing the breast cancer, right? Yeah, definitely. So I think I'm now like something like a very, very low, like less than 3% chance of developing breast cancer now. So I've limited that down from what was around the 80% to that. So that to me, hearing the stats as well, I, that was again a no-brainer. It kind of was like, I, if I'm able to have this opportunity, um, I'm definitely going to do that. And I know there's a lot of unfortunate people that aren't able to do that. So I definitely, yeah, decided to do that. Definitely thought it was a no-brainer for me. When you say aren't able to do that, is that because they're not eligible or is it because, like, the surgery is costly? Uh, I think more so, like, people who have developed um, further breast cancer, like, they, you know what I mean, that if they were able to find out before they, you know, had breast cancer, they definitely would have done so themselves, like, got the preventative surgery. So in that kind of way, yeah. Yeah, because I guess... It is such a big decision to make when you don't already have, like, breast cancer. Like, it's like you're just being told that there is a possibility, there is a high likelihood that you will develop it. Was there ever something in you that thought, like, maybe I will be, like, is this all just for nothing kind of thing? Or were you just really set on the get-go? Like, I just don't want to have to go through the anxiety for the rest of my life knowing I have that high, high risk. Yeah, I definitely, yeah, definitely for me personally, again, it was more so like I didn't want every day to be like, why am I waiting and not doing anything about it when I have that choice? And I also think that choice for me was made very easy because, again, my sister and my mum have both gone through that surgery and, you know, the process of that, whereas I feel like the decision for someone else who hasn't got anyone around them to go through that would be completely different. Mm. And it was around this time as well that you decided to share this whole journey and be very transparent and raw on social media. Was there, I guess, was that just a natural progression for you because you already shared so much of your life online or did you have to think about whether or not this was something you wanted to communicate with your followers? 
Um, for me, I think like straight up, I said to myself, you'd be silly to not share this. I already share so much of my life, especially on TikTok. I'm very open and honest. And the first thing that came to my mind was you are sharing this story because you will help so many girls, especially young girls. Um, and I have, honestly, I can't tell you, I still get messages to this day like of young girls coming across my story messaging me saying they've either found out they have it or you know they've they're going to go and get tested because they do have a strong you know family history of it and it's all like they all say thanks to you so the amount of girls I have already helped out is just incredible it's exactly what I wanted to do so it just makes me feel really happy that I was able to kind of be that support network and that you know that person to kind of give them a little push to go and check themselves. Mm, definitely, because I feel like, especially in Australia, I've never seen someone speak about it before. I followed you. I had no, never heard of BRCA1. I had never heard that that was a thing that you could get tested for. So I feel like it was really, like, poignant, but it must have been scary as well. Was it, like... Oh. Or, yeah. Yeah. You definitely like you never know with sharing things online, you never know the response you're gonna get. Um I definitely think like the first kind of video I uploaded explaining my situation, I was very nervous. I just didn't know if people would have their opinions. I feel like on social media people just say what they wanna say, but it was just such a positive outcome, which is why I continued to share my story. Yeah. And so between getting your diagnosis, like when you found out that you had the BRCA1 gene and then getting the surgery. How long did you have to wait? So for me personally, I decided to pretty much get the surgery. I thought to myself, rather than having the anxiety in my head thinking, oh my God, you got to wait like six months. You're going to be freaking out about this. I was like, let's just get it done. Let's go and do it. So I think I found out around... Um, October, November, and I actually scheduled the surgery in mid-January after my um, 21st birthday. During that time, because I know you went to Bali, like you did have your 21st celebration, like um, were you, was there a lot of anxiety? Were you just constantly thinking about this thing that was coming up? And what were you the most worried about? Um, Obviously, yeah, I was so anxious. I do struggle with like anxiety as well. So for me, that was like a really crazy time period I guess having you know that holiday and my birthday was a good distraction so I'm kind of glad I did have that planned in between and then after that it was kind of like all right let's let's get ready um I was most probably worried about I guess with every surgery there are risks so I was probably most worried about kind of what could go wrong um with this surgery there were obviously a few things that could go wrong but that was my main kind of concern is what what could go wrong in surgery. Mm, just like the fear of the unknown kind of thing. Unknown, yeah, definitely. And I feel like surgery is like a surgery like this. It's just so stressful as it is. So just the whole process of everything about this surgery was just so scary. I guess also so different probably to what anyone you knew had been through obviously your mum and your sister but being only 21 I mean I don't really know anyone who's gone through that so I guess it would be a lot harder not having kind of like the feedback of someone your age knowing what it was like to go through 
Definitely. I mean, I even did try and do my Googling on YouTube and stuff, and I actually couldn't really find anyone that was kind of my age going through this. So, yeah, it was very scary. Yeah. And then so the morning of your surgery, how were you feeling? And, like, can you talk a bit about the process and the immediate recovery process? Morning of was so anxious. Like, I just – I felt so sick to my stomach. Um but yeah, we live like three hours away where I got the surgery. So drove the morning of, my family came with me and my partner and it was really nice to have them there as a good support network. Um, and recovery time for that surgery is around, I think you get like these little drains put in after the surgery. I touched base on that in my story and um, that recovery, I think I had them in for about a week or just over. Um and then after that, it was a couple of weeks, like probably three to four weeks of just really recovery kind of thing. But the first like two weeks of the surgery was pretty, pretty chaotic. Mm. And during your like when you were healing, you also got a blood clot as well. Is that like fairly normal or was that kind of an anomaly? Um, so that was when I was in hospital, actually. It was the day after I had the surgery, um, my surgeon noticed a bit of a situation going on with my right one um and he kind of monitored it and after an hour he wasn't too happy with it so we had to go back under surgery which was a little bit scary I think that's where I kind of broke a little bit just Mm. you know when something goes wrong it's always anxiety like it just freaked me out and I kind of yeah that was my kind of last straw but it was all good um these things do happen it wasn't a massive massive thing or like so yeah it wasn't wasn't a big thing and I was um didn't delay my recovery for that at all yeah and I guess how has your life changed now since surgery since like you've fully recovered do you think about it as much like do you still feel like you have I guess a responsibility to talk about it on social media um I feel like my life hasn't changed that much I guess it's more just like a relief knowing that I've gone through that I've prevented that for myself and I'm very proud of myself um and yeah I mean I do still respond to so many girls that message me and help them out and it makes me feel really good and happy that I can kind of be that big sister to them and show them support and help them through kind of what I went through. For further on in your life obviously the BRCA1 gene it is passed down. Is that something that you think about if you ever want to have kids? Because it obviously can be passed down not just to girls. It can be passed down to boys and girls. It's just more common for it to be passed down to females. Is that something that causes you anxiety? Yes, definitely. Um, It's something that I do. I have been thinking about a little bit more lately. Um, Yeah, it's definitely something in the back of my mind that freaks me out a little bit because I just don't want my kids to have to go through that but I guess it's life and I guess these things happen you can't really change it so just got to be there and be ready for it kind of thing yeah and I guess it would be so similar to your situation where you you saw your mum and your sister go through it so it is of course unfortunate that all three of you had it but there is sort of the silver lining that you can all support each other and see each other go through it so it's not as scary and foreign to you Definitely. Yeah, definitely. I feel like if it, you know, was kind of just me and like, no, not my sister and my mum had gone through it, then we would all be like, so anxious and scared. But I feel like, yeah, having like my sister and my mum, and I guess if my kids did end up having it, they'd have like the biggest support network with us. So that would be a positive. 
Yeah, definitely. And what's next for you? Your content is amazing. You worked with the Silver Collective earlier this year, um, which raised money and awareness for breast, breast cancer. Is that something that you want to continue doing or are you thinking about taking your content on a different path? Yeah, so I definitely think like that was an incredible year. I mean, so many opportunities came up for me working with a lot of brands, um, breast cancer awareness campaign for the month. Um, I worked with Rockwear, Silver Collective. I flew up to the to Brisbane with LSKD for their um, breast cancer awareness campaign with my sister, which was really cool. So a lot of um, opportunities did come up this year from that, which I'm so grateful for to be able to share my story to a wider audience. Um as for what's coming, there are already so many things in the works for next year, which I can't like touch base on just yet. But honestly, I'm just ready to take my like content and my work to the next level. I feel like this is kind of just the beginning and yeah, I feel like there's so much to come, which is so exciting. That is so exciting. Lily, thank you so much. You're so good at this. Like you are so <laughs> succinct and you speak so well. Thank you. You're well, it was friend. nice and easy. I mean, I feel like it's a topic that I'm so passionate about and I know so much about it and I've kind of repeated this story so many times so it's good to yeah thank you guys for getting me on and sharing this story and hopefully it reaches a bigger wider audience yeah absolutely before I let you go is is there one thing you want to leave the listeners with um well one thing I guess the social media side of it is if you are like wanting to get into this and it's something that you're wanting to do and you know you're getting a bit of popping it at school or whatever honestly just push through because I cannot tell you how grateful I am that I pushed through and you know didn't listen to the haters or anything like that um and I'm yeah so blessed so that's my piece of advice is just keep going and if you're really passionate about it you will continue to do what you do so for that side and for you know the bracket one side um if it's something that you've been considering or you know going and getting a test just go and do it I honestly think it is such like a relief knowing and you know you could also have the results of a negative test so you could also just get that out of your mind and completely just you know erase that and know that you're good so yeah piece of advice is just be go and get that test if you're willing to and yeah you guys can always reach out to me my dms are always open if anyone needs any advice at all or anything like that I'm always here amazing Lily thank you so much that was like so amazing and it was so good to to meet you over the screen and um to hear your story I I really appreciate you coming on awesome no thank you so much for having me I really do appreciate it Thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode of Back to the Beginning. This is our final episode of the year. Thank you to everybody who has tuned in this year. And I can't wait to be back next year.